0: Let's talk about that video. The video of you getting your first American paycheck is incredible. What was that like and how does it compare to getting a paycheck in Cuba? Always in Cuba, we, we love the United States. I wanted
1: the American people to understand that the, the people from Cuba love the United States country. love it. <laughs> it's insane. I, I always, I hear, oh, what? Why are you earning in the United States? You know, the people, when I travel to Cuba, say, no, I, I earn for hour 21, 25 bucks <laughs> well, One hour? <laughs> 20? No. So say, yeah, that's happening like, outside, to, outside to Cuba, in the capitalist country. When I have this, my friend said, Cheggie said, oh my God, I never <laughs> have this money in my life. That's my, my real money. I earn one hour, one minute, second for me washington
0: americans are capable of achieving extraordinary things when they have the freedom and opportunity to do so this is american potential and here's your host jeff crank welcome to another episode of american potential thanks for being with us you know what if americans got to see their country through the eyes of an immigrant today's guests Are a couple that are giving Americans that opportunity by recording the husband's journey from Cuba to America and documenting his experiences. Now, one thing Americans do without really thinking twice about uh, is going to the grocery store to get the groceries they need. Well, when our guest today went into his first American grocery store, he became emotional because there were multiple options one type of product, and the shelves were chock full. Now, this isn't the norm in Cuba, because the shelves are mostly bare, and if products are there, they're expensive. Now, this couple has also captured some of his other first American experiences, such as going to the movies or eating a steak. Now, you may have seen one of their videos, which is of him opening his first American paycheck and him getting overwhelmingly excited and him showing just amazing gratitude for being paid for his hard work. And I tell you, watching his reaction to everyday things should make Americans see their country differently and just how blessed we are to live in this great country. I want to welcome Marissa Daniela Diaz and Yoel Diaz-Cooney to the podcast. Well, thanks both of you for joining us.
2: Thank you No, thank you,
0: you (laughs) guys. Okay. Now, first of all, we're going to talk about this because I asked Monica to ask you a couple of kind of, you know, fun questions. And she says uh, for Marissa that you are obsessed with remote places around the world, like the Pitcairn Islands, the most remote island in the world. And you're saving to go on a trip there. Uh, it only has 50 people who live there. Tell me about that.
2: Uh, when I was like 14 or 15, I, you know, I always dreamt of um, seeing the world. And, and, you know, unfortunately, growing up in my household, we couldn't, you know, travel a lot. So I had, it, they just came out with Google Earth. And so I was obsessed with finding like very obscure places and I stumbled across Pitcurran Island, which is uh, a part of New Zealand, actually. And uh, they only have fifty people, and it's the most remote island in the world that has people on it. And so I'm obsessed with it. And to get there, you have to um take a you have to go to the Fiji Islands and then take another plane to French Polynesia and then take a thirty two hour boat ride. But I'm going to do it. I'm gonna do it. <laughs> she <laughs> wants to.
0: That's amazing. So, you know, it's funny you say that because I, I'm kind of get obsessed with that too. Like I'll get on Google earth and go find these like totally remote places. Uh I, at one time I got like started looking where uh, uh you know, who's the Amelia Earhart. They thought this Island that she crashed on and I was like finding it and zooming in on it and <laughs> looking at stuff. But my dad served in world war II in the Pacific theater uh, during world war II, And I, I've thought about, wouldn't that be cool? It'd be an amazing trip to go to some of those little teeny islands that he went to, you know, 70 years later, uh, go visit those. So I get that obsession. That's kind of a weird one, but I get it. It's uh, strange.
2: So we all yeah. have our kids. <laughs>
0: that's right. Now, Yoel, you used to live in a in a real remote village in Cuba where there was no electricity at all, right? And to, I mean, to, totally off the grid. Tell us about that.
1: Wow, that was my first experiences, uh, no power, you know, that was a part of my family. I never go there, travel there, but the first time when I, I've been there, I, 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 I'm, I'm shocked. I said, oh, this, this is possible in this country. We don't have some house, not have power in the, this remote place. and." How the people living so happy and say, how is this possible? How, how is this possible? Can living like that for me was it? No, I can I can And the most funny is was maybe a one mile half. They have all the electricity, you know, that big complex of the electricity, electricity, uh, place. It was only a front, Mile and a half, I say. Why the government don't put a lie these people, and they need a way for sixty-one year for do that. For me, wow. it was a two year, but all the his family, he, the the grandpa, the grandma was she born there. No no power. Have, never have power when she maybe it's six, yeah, 65, 66. That's when the government put putting power. And the the only people helping was his family and the neighbor. You know, the farmer people, it's a, a few people. Because mm-hmm. the government don't do that. It's only, mm-hmm. hey, take it this
0: and put in your power. It was crazy. Yeah. Wow. So, and by the way, the reason this whole story I want to tell our audience about the reason this story came about. I saw your video on, on, uh, Instagram, and we're going to talk about that video in a minute, but it was of you getting your first American paycheck. And I was just really touched by it. Like you just were so emotional about it. And I think of all the people in America who just take it for granted that they get a paycheck, um, you know, for their hard work and stuff. And we're going to talk about that, but I, I wanted to, you know, point that out to me. That's, that's, that's what led to us even doing this podcast. Uh, was just seeing that, and then we found all these other great videos that you had. But before we get to all of that, I want to talk. So, what was it like uh, f- for you living for both of you? I guess uh, you know living in Cuba. They have a
2: saying. They have a saying in Spanish that when something comes to the grocery store, if you translate it in English, it finally came. Like it find the the chicken finally came, and so mm-hmm. that was so normalized that for me it was it was a really hard. Adjustment to to try to get back into that, yeah, uh, it, and then also, of course, the censorship was, you know, the the fear of saying anything was she, out of control.
1: She always, I always remember when she told me, "Do uh, you not understand my sacrifice when I coming here to this country and and see this how you live, how you, the people living here, and say my inside because the only I always say this in the video, or some people asking me. The only the uh, Cuban people have in the, his mind and all mind is the Hollywood movie. How is the United States? How is the, the outside of the Cuban? And when she told me many times that, I say, I understand your point, but I never live in that. I want to try that
0: feeling you have it. You know, that is something like, you know, funny. Yeah. And, and again, I, I think Americans, you know, just truly take that, for granted, um, what's the comparison that you use to talk about Havana compared to the rest of the country? Oh my God, <laughs>
1: it's a trash. <laughs> Sorry for my word. It's a trash for me. It's a it's shame because always the the government put in the our capital. The this is the most beautiful place, the most tourist beautiful place around the world. Everything you know, that's huge publicity. And for me, it was a, wow, I want to see the capital of my country. I want to see, it, I want to try it. When we we'll be there, I say, wow, that's a big, but, dire.
2: But in, Q, in in Havana, they have more things, Oh, right? yeah. They have, you don't f- see. Oh,
1: my God. Uh, that was my, my big, big change. How is my, uh, how is, it was my, uh, como pensé diferente. Yeah.
2: How he, how he, he started to think differently about. Dif- um, about the government, the, the about the
1: country. Because I saw my first time sushi restaurant, that's only moving for me, 30, how many years? 30, 30 years. 30 years, yeah, 31 years, 31 year. <laughs> say, wow, that's a sushi place? No, that's-. when she told me, say, said, come on, let's go to the sushi place. Say, we don't have fish in Cuba. <laughs> we don't have fish in the store. We don't have fish in your house. How <laughs> so is possible you have a sushi place, restaurant? here? When I've been there, say. No way. No, that's kidding me. When you continue walk and you continue walking around the Havana inside the tourist people and outside to the tourist people, say, oh my God, why are we leaving? What, what happened to outside to to the, to the Havana? Yeah,
2: I, I frequently say in our YouTube videos that Havana is like the Hunger Games where yeah. the capital <laughs> district, they have everything, even though it's, you know, not the prettiest, <laughs> not the most colorful, but... Right. Eh, they have everything, and then the the outside districts or in this case provinces don't mm. really know what's going on in Cuba or in Havana. So when he went, he was just wow, shocked, you know that, that. Yeah. there was you know rich people in, in Cuba, Nightclub. nightclubs, restaurants. Nightclub
1: is like a movie. Nightclub always I say that like, I always I focus like a movie because that's it, my only reference. picture reference in my mind. That's it. That's it. Before yeah. I go to, to Havana. And, yeah. and that's when you be there, it's, a, it's impossible. This is this impossible.
0: <laughs> that's a that's that's great. Um, so wh- tell me, why did you decide to immigrate to America? That was <laughs> a big decision. That was a big yeah. decision. That was
1: I think
2: because at the time, um, Trump reversed policy in Cuba, so that affected a lot of things that were happening, especially in Havana, mm-hmm. uh, and then. Um, yeah, and then there was a change of government that we thought were we, it was gonna get better. Uh, the new president is called uh, his name is Miguel Díaz canel It's not a Castro. It's a new guy. It. Uh, and we thought you know, there was gonna change. There was pro- there was things that were indicating that things would change. Um, and then we realized it wasn't going to change. <laughs> <laughs> and so I said, you know, what are we doing wasting,, uh, you know, we can't speak. We can't, uh, you know, I don't want to look for chicken every single day. That's right. So, uh, I knew. <laughs> that's I knew. why I decided I to put in a family visa for, for UA.
1: I feel it's the only one line I see here in the United States with the the black, black, you know, that's Friday, Black you know, Friday. Black. <laughs> you know, the, the only, the only place I've seen in in America. Has of Black Friday. Oh, the
2: only time he's ever seen a line in America is Black, Black Friday. Friday.
1: Say, oh, <laughs> <"Why> <laughs> gotcha. Line? Yeah, Not, okay. for food. <laughs> Not for food. It's, it's, that's for me, it's normal in Cuba. That's when she say when we go to the chicken, the normal is a big line. I say, can I have chicken? I don't know. Because it's how people behind from me. It's crazy.
2: Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy.
0: So I, I think that, see, that's something I think people in America take for granted. Like, you know. I could I could leave this studio right now and on my way home I would have 10 choices of places to eat and all sorts of different food I mean you didn't have that growing up in these villages right in in Cuba what did you have like what just tell us what's the average day uh, or what do you eat in an average day in Cuba <laughs> in one of these smaller vill- villages
2: you know we did make a youtube on this we said eating like a communist for one day son are you we did a challenge, but well, now that we were in the United States, but. Yeah.
1: I want to answer you, your question before. Sorry for we, we lost the The we why we think about it, move to the United States. I have only one word, future opportunity. Uh-huh. That's the American people don't understand sometimes. Um now we come into the, your question now.
2: Get do me do I- you
1: know, do you know you go to the job? And you don't know, have breakfast. And you know, you know what do you, um, and you need to keep your You need to keep your breakfast. Right. For your dinner. Not your lunch. For your dinner. That's crazy when you, when you hear that because I, I'm here now. I know how, how the people have a orange juice, apple juice. I don't want you. I have three I say, what? <laughs> In Korea, we don't have nothing. We only have a little bread. Uh, oh my God! I can not think about it because I <laughs> remember now my daughter, my mom, my family. Um, do you know how many times I say, "Dad, I'm, I'm hungry. Um, we have nothing." Uh, what do you say when you, you are a kid? So some example, the people have a kid, Dad, I want a cake. For the American people, go to the store. It was whatever hour for me is crazy. Whatever hour you can go to the stores market and you can buy the cake, the cake for the kid, you can meal for the kid, you can. Buy many things for you see or enjoy your kid eat whatever she want he want. When in in my teenager and my youth, my kid life, it was different. It was difficult, and that's happened today, 2024.
0: Right, it's yeah. crazy. Uh, Yoel, what what was your first reaction? Like, just when you first got to America, I always love asking immigrants that question. What's the first reaction you remember? It was funny. It was the like life in the in the in the city?
2: We got in. We got into we, the United States at nighttime. So you we got to, to see. Wow. Our, our, we went to it? Miami Beach. So when nice.
1: I be in the in the bridge, you know, across the bridge, I I see like a kid, you know. <laughs> oh my God, that's impossible! You know that's impossible. How many nights It <laughs> wasn't me. And she talked to me, say, hey, "Look <laughs> at this." He say, it's funny because uh, when I come in the car, you know, you 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 are used to living when you used to, to live in some place, you say, oh, "Okay, I know what is what is this, or what is the right and what is the front." For me, I just look in the right, and say, "Okay, this is beautiful." Oh, but oh my God, I need to see the left. Oh my God. Oh, this is beautiful too. But I say, I don't want to lose the my, my right to it was crazy. It was so emotional. So I said, oh my God, I'll be in the movie.
0: I will live in the movie. That's it, I live in the movie. That's great. What what do you uh that what do you enjoy experiencing more? A new place for the first time or a food or, or a different food for the first time? What what you say you enjoyed more? Different food.
2: Different food
0: more. Different food. Different food. I love it. I love it. Love that, yeah, that's that's great. Now let's talk about that video. The video of you getting your first American paycheck is incredible. What was that like, and how does it compare to getting a paycheck in Cuba? Uh, I don't know.
1: Maybe you don't believe me. Maybe do you, you hear about that? My first check in Cuba was twelve bucks. What's said Twelve. That's it. Wow. More. And I was a professor. I was a teacher my fair checks, believe me, and ask you whatever you want from Cuba was $12. What are you doing with $12 in a month? What are you thinking about it? Nothing. Yeah, wow. Nothing. <laughs> and when you have the check in United States, because always in Cuba, we we love the United States. I wanted the American people to understand the, the the people from Cuba, love the United States country, love it, yep. it's insane. It's we, I don't know what's going on, what's happening, but in our vein, vein is, I wanna be American. I want to be American. We, we love Cuba, we love my, my culture a lot, but in the, do I wanna be American? Want to be American. <laughs> That's happened. And when I, I always, I hear, oh, what, why are you earning in the united states you know the people when i travel to cuba say no i i earned for hour 21 25 bucks <laughs> for one hour <laughs> no, 20. impossible I say, yeah that's happening in i outside to outside to cuba in the capitalist country where i have these my check you said oh my god i never <laughs> have this money in my life in 35 years i never have that in my life yeah and every I don't know why he said, hey, record this because for me it's important. And, that, and she's putting in the video how oh, the government take to it off the, the taxi I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> the government you know, take me all my life. I don't care if I need to pay 200, 300. I, I wanted this. That's my, my real money. I right. earned one hour, one minute, one second. And for me it was important.
0: Wow, yeah, that's so great, and that's another thing that separates you from, uh, you know, a, a, an American who is here at at the time. Um, they all get bothered by the fact that the tax money is coming out of that. You didn't seem to care, so <laughs> that's well, that's amazing. Now, I
2: care. <laughs> yeah, I of course.
0: I'm be I'm, I'm I'm be here. How
1: how long be here? Maybe two, two years, two year and a half. Maybe I understand that taxes. But it's always I always say the people have the power to go to protest for that. We don't have that in my country and where I'm from. Right. We don't
0: Matt's gonna hate me for this, but I'm gonna ask him right here just to insert this video so that we can, you know, folks can can hear it and they can see this video that, that you made.
1: Oh
2: my god. ¡Mi primer
1: cheque americano! ¿Cuánto gané yo aquí? ¡Sí! Look at the
2: taxes.
1: Pero prefiero esto que no Fidel Castro Fidel Castro me quitaba más El comunismo me quitaba más ¿Tú sabes qué? Este es mi primer cheque por hora Que tú sientes que cada hora de trabajo vale Que cada hora de trabajo tiene una importancia en tu vida y que, y que lucha comparable con nada um
0: so Marissa let me ask you what was it like for you because you're you're seeing this right and actually your reaction is great too what was your reaction to seeing him getting that first American paycheck?
2: Well, when he, at the beginning of the video, you know, when he sells film me, film me, I had no idea what it was he was taking out of his pocket. I'm like, okay, what is this? <laughs> I thought he was giving me something, <laughs> <laughs> but he showed me the paycheck and, you know, being the person that's normally behind the camera when we do a lot of the, his reactions, uh, you know, I started crying and it was very emotional for me because uh, you know, Yo- seeing Yoel is one thing, but I've also seen my family go through this as well. And um, I was just so happy that he reminded me to to record it so that we can have the memory, but also, you know, to show everybody in the world this this moment that I've seen in my personal life growing up with my family members. Um that he's having. Right. And he's just I always say he's just a symbol of um, an immigrant, especially a Cuban immigrant. Right. Yeah. So he's just a symbol of what all of them really go through uh, in, in the reaction. So I was I was really happy.
0: Uh, now, the Texas Roadhouse episode, I want and maybe we can start with you, Marissa, and and, and then go to Yoel. Um explain what it was like to go and have a steak. Oh, my God.
1: <laughs> Let Marisa know that it's better to explain why it's important the, the,
2: steak. the steak
1: and the, where it comes that steak. Because in Cuba.
2: Uh, you want me to explain? Yeah, to just
1: explain. Okay. She's better In than
2: Cuba, the, um, uh, Fidel Castro banned uh, the consumption of cows, of cow meat. So in Cuba, uh, there are cows, but they're not, uh, they're only for the government. The cow has a birth and death certificate that the Cuban government issues. The cow, which you're be kidding cow- me.
0: Wait, this is news no. to me. You're kidding. This is right. No, yeah, yeah. no it's You, not
2: you don't deal. know. You
1: don't know, believe me. You don't know what's happened. Is <laughs> you are a it's, farmer? Is, mira, put in <laughs> Yeah,
2: people are just really afraid to to you. You have to have a birth and death certificate of the cow. So pe- what people do because there's always a black market. You know this, yeah. right? There's always a black market, so they'll put a cow on the train tracks and the cow will have you know have an accident. And so people <laughs> will take the meat. But if if the police find you with meat, yeah, uh and you kill the cow, you can go to jail for you, uh, jail. you know 20 years.
1: 25 uh, years.
2: Yeah, 25 years. And so there's a joke in Cuba that you could get more time for killing a cow than you do a human being. Yeah. And so because of that, there's not that much um cow meat uh, meat right uh-huh. and so um there's beef i'm sorry there's not that much beef and so or it's like when they do sell it at the store it is extremely extremely expensive so the meats virtually or beef has virtually completely erased from the cuban diet yeah in the last only the
1: years. government sold that yeah on expensive, other... like wow
2: so for you it was crazy it
1: was right? crazy when there was the beef <laughs> with <laughs> the that bee ribs it Many of my Cuban friends say, "Bro, what is that?" He say, "Man, that's a stick. That's like <laughs> this, this. is United States, man. That's the United States. It's crazy."
2: Well, you know, we laugh, but it's really, it's, it's. It's quite really sad. sad. It's really but, sad. Um,
1: you know what is sad? I wanna. I, I don't know if it's possible. I have a little history about the cow. I been uh, when I, when this is my daughter. My daughter live in the farmer place. It's really farmer, farmer, knows people outside to the to the city. Uh, one day, I don't know what's going on, The she's grandma come and say, hey, take it this, it's something wrapped. you know, something inside rabbit, say, take it this and keep it, don't tell no one. I say, well, oh my God, what, what's going on? You know, I say, when I come in, you know, walk into my house, say, wait a minute, this baby is a cow? That's only the acting, that's only the, the my mind, I say, the only people acting like that is because we are doing something illegal. You know, I say when I'm right. going home, I say, "Wow, this is me, God, me." This fell for me for my mom. I say, "Hey, come on, let's go. We can eat at this. We can eat it. this. Small
2: pieces. It's not yeah. nothing like Texas Roadhouse. You
1: can <laughs> do a dash for mom. You can.
0: It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. But my yeah. And I'm gonna ask Matt to insert that video here, the Texas Roadhouse uh, episode as well.
2: As for your wedding. He's had beef a handful of times, but never a steak. Today, that changes. Hi guys. Hi. We are finally here at Texas Roadhouse. Thanks to so many of you guys that helped get us here uh, with the Christmas gifts, we are right. able to take you all to his First time having steak. Can you believe
0: it,
1: Joel? I. Yo no puedo creerlo porque en realidad nunca me había pasado tantas cosas lindas en mi vida como esa. Are you excited? This, yeah, of
2: course.
1: you <laughs> ready for that? Are
2: <laughs> you ready to eat some steak? Beef steak.
1: Siempre un cubano está listo para comer carne.
2: Alright, let's go check it out. Joel, are
1: you excited? Yeah, I'm excited. I am a <laughs> <try it out. laughs> gente. look at this And this, is, carne, but is This is no In
0: Cuba have
1: perfect.
0: I want to talk about, that, so why is it important, uh, Marissa, I'll ask you that. Why why is it important for you uh, to have a YouTube channel and an Instagram account to tell this story?
2: You know, when we first, when we were, we were actually had to go to Guyana to do the interview for the U.S. visa. Um, and while we are, while, while I was there, it just occurred to me to get his reactions. And I never thought about doing a YouTube channel. If you see our first YouTubes, it was just, my phone, I never uh, recorded horizontally. It was always vertically. And I always thought, you know, they would just be s- memories for us. And then I put it on the Internet. And I quickly realized that. It's so important for me to sh- tell this story for th- really a- a- quite a few reasons, one being a uh, Cuban Americans that can see their families because we have been separated by a dictatorship for yeah. so long, you know, People don't, get, don't have the opportunity to go to Cuba to see where, where, you know, their family came from. So they could see Yoel. Yoel is their dad or Yoel is their grandfather that came to this country. It was also really important. Americans started watching the, the content. And I said, wow, you know, Yo, Yoel is not just a headline, a headline in a newspaper that we see on CNN or Fox News. You know, this is one person that has dreams and, you know, wanted yeah. to come here for a better opportunity, a better life which I believe most immigrants, uh, not all, but most immigrants have that desire uh, to do. And, uh, you know, third, and most importantly, I realized that Cubans on the island were starting to watch Yoel, And that for me is probably the most important because I want people on the island to see, especially him that's not from Havana and not from the capital, to see what life is like outside of the dictatorship. And for me, that's... I think that's like the driving right. motive, driving factor of, of like continuing our content. That,
1: that's happening. In of my friend now? Is here in the United States. One of my friends is this odontology guy. And when the Walmart videos coming on, and he he he's writing me he say, "Hey, I see you." I say, "Where are you seeing me?" He say, "I don't know what's going on in my job, in my work. Some of my friend come and say, "Hey." You need to see the first Cuban people go to the store market it was in Walmart. For me it was a big huge shock. And he showed him, she showed the video at his mom and his mom crying. He wow. said, yo, my crying. cry say I so glad Joe's being a good place. And for me it was a wow, that's amazing. You know.
0: Yeah, well, and that's the only way dictatorships and places where they limit freedom. That's the only way that they can stay in power, right? Is to limit access to that information and see what, you know, capitalism provides in the rest of the world and and those sorts of things. So they have to do that in order to stay in power.
2: Absolutely. They say that America is the enemy the, the
0: always the always. embargo
2: is the one that's killing us and it's really interesting to see when you're in a socialist country how the news is completely different how the
1: propaganda is completely it's different. Completely,
2: completely different and it's very interesting to see yeah. we have
1: a long history about everything but it's <laughs> we don't have time <laughs> me we have many many a salsa history
0: yoel what's the thing that like maybe the freedom that you enjoy the most i know that might be a hard question to, to answer, but what's the freedom or the, 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 the thing that you get to do in the United States that you didn't get to do in Cuba, that you just enjoy the most? Speak. Speak, friend- speak freely, friendly,
1: that's not, no, no. Free. freely, freely, speak freely. Right. Um, why, why I say this, because I, I hear this many times with, with my mom, when I, I live in Cuba with my mom, where we talking about the, the, again, the government, she say, hey, Talk slowly, speak slowly because somebody hear you or somebody, you know, when you have every day, every hour, you want to speak, you want to jelly. hey, I don't want this, I don't want that, and somebody say, hey, don't speak, I, because this is the government, maybe hey, hear you, hear you and somebody come. When you're here in the United States, you can say many things, many, for example, during the president of the United States, you can say, "Hey, you are a this, you are a that, you are a whatever." In Cuba, do is you do a that, you go to the jail for ten years. Only that, you know. It's funny. I see the sorry for this last. Um, the people mostly using the sport. Let's go, Brando. I don't know what's going on with that <laughs> one. I I believe it. Say, oh wow, is you do it that in my country immediately. Any hour you be in jail.
0: Wow.
1: Any hour, say you can do that. Yeah. You need to respect the president of the, United, the Cuba, or you go ten years. And suddenly you want to free. You say, hey, I want it free. The it's illegal. Say free in
0: Cuba is illegal. Believe me, wow. that's that's incredible. So I would imagine. Uh- To be able to do that in Cuba, like they must have people who are just listening, like neighbors listening on neighbors and, uh, uh, you know, people around every corner. I mean, is that is that the case?
2: Yeah, Yeah, there's a there's a president. It's called the president of the CDR, the Committee of the Defense of the Revolution. And every street has a president of the neighborhood. And if they hear you, they sometimes report. Actually, we had an instance where that happened to us. Yeah. And for help,
1: people for help, people.
2: Yeah. And um, yeah, I mean, there there's just people who will hear you. If usually it's older people, and we're mm. seeing kind of like the that decline now. With yeah. you know, mostly younger people in Cuba want change. I would say anyone below the age of fifty would want some sort of change. So that's it's kind of changing now where that's not as heavy, heavily when we were younger. But um, yeah, it's definitely still in place where people are are, are snitching
0: on you, quote unquote. Right. I would imagine the internet is changing a lot of that, right? I mean, do, do you have access in Cuba to internet sites? It sounds like you do.
2: Yeah. It, actually, um, in 2016, when Obama came, one of the, uh, I guess, their backroom deals uh, was to get internet, and so I find I find that to be a positive of uh, of his when he came to Cuba.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: They so they finally put internet in 2016.
1: That was so a, that was, for, that was internet in, in for just, the people.
2: Yeah, in just the Wi-Fi parks, and I think the internet completely changed the way that people thought in yeah. Cuba. Like internet has been revolutionary to the to the mindset in Cuba.
0: That's right, but it was right. illegal. Yeah. Well, they can see your videos, but they can also see the rest of the world and, you know, and, and, and see what's going on in the United States.
2: Yeah. There's even Cuban influencers who are, you know, they have podcasts just like yours. Yeah. And they talk about what's happening in Cuba and they're very famous to the point where the Cuban government, uh, had to put them on terrorist watch lists. Yeah. So wow. if you watch them, you can go to jail. You can go to jail. And all they do is the same thing you are you doing, doing right now. now. And all they do is report on what's happening in the news. But they're very popular, and they became very popular inside of the country. Inside.
0: Yeah, that's that's just amazing. Uh, so let's make sure everybody knows where they can find you on Instagram and YouTube. And maybe I'll tax Matt again and say, Matt, can you put up the Instagram and YouTube uh, uh, URLs? That would be great. But where can they find you?
2: On YouTube, we're Yoel and and Mari, M A R I, and uh, TikTok as well, and then Instagram is Mima, M I M A, in Cuba.
0: We need to change that. We have to change no, that. We're not, not there. <laughs> 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 and and how many people? Like, let me ask you that: How many people have viewed these videos on, uh, let's say, on Instagram or YouTube?
2: Probably mm-hmm. around millions of people. Uh, I thought I thought I, on YouTube I think we're up to forty million views. So more than 40. wow. Yeah. And and uh TikTok no eleven. No, more than that. TikTok more is than, you know uh, how TikTok is.
1: She's Four. the she's <laughs> the
0: behind the she know everything about <laughs> yeah.
2: probably a right. hundred million on TikTok.
0: Wow. And yeah. I, I have you looked at the statistics to see how many of those are in the United States versus how many are in Cuba or other places?
2: Uh, no, the the grand majority, because of just how uh, tick you know, especially TikTok. TikTok is banned in Cuba. Is
0: banned
1: in Cuba. Right.
2: Uh, is the United States. And interestingly enough, not to go on another tangent. I know you're trying to wrap this up, but the reason why eh, we went viral in the first place is because people did not believe Yoeli um, and thought that we were lying, yeah. called us, you know, crazy names, saying that we were exaggerating, that this is all a lie, that. It's just U.S. capitalist, CIA propagandists. Who's paying us? Yeah. We still don't know.
1: We we work in Fox News. We work <laughs> <working laughs> in the CIA. CIA. We, we work in the FBI. FBI.
0: <laughs> it's crazy.
2: Yeah, but that's the reason why we went viral yeah. to begin with, to, to, be, uh, wow. to be honest. Isn't that crazy?
0: That's amazing. So people in Cuba were saying that? No, people no, here. here in the United States. <laughs> oh, because really? They, yes. Yeah.
1: That, because that's the left politician my
2: always the, it's the younger kids the yeah. generation of today
1: that's yeah. use it that word yeah that's pronoun. yeah if, yeah. You, if you if you are a game to the United if you are a favor to United States well, for example me I say hey um, I want to of Freedom from Cuba yeah, I do a something I'm someone in Cuba follow me or a thousand people follow me they go by use it he's the CIA pay, pay him
2: yeah but no but but it's Cubans and
1: it's the manipulator. How it's
2: mostly the Americans, people. I think, that we're lying.
0: Yeah. Wow, that's, that's amazing. Crazy. Well, well, Yoel. First of all, welcome to America. It's 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 thank great you, to have you. Uh, so you thank know, you. As, you appreciate. bet. Right. <laughs> uh, and Marissa, thank you for you know for being here as well and for documenting this great journey. I appreciate you.
2: We really appreciate. I'm your time.
0: sorry for the English. So sorry for my. Hey, hey just one your English is as good as mine. Trust me. you know. So no, <laughs> don't worry about it. No worries. Good. Yeah. All right. Well, good. Well, listen, this is, this is an example. I mean, to, to, to hear this story, we talk about this all the time, immigrants coming to the United States and how much they love America and cherish America. Because again, if you're born here, you take it for granted. You, you take uh, electricity for granted or you take eating something other than chicken every day for granted or steak uh, you know, getting that rare steak, you take all of that for granted. So it's always great to have immigrants on to help us renew that understanding of the greatness of America. And this is a country I want to remind you, this is a country that people to this day will build a raft and risk their life in shark infested waters to come to the United States of America. And we have to always remember that for People who might say, hey, I don't know, America's not great or whatever, you can say that all you want, but the, 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 the reality is that the proof is in the pudding, right? People will risk their lives to get here for a reason. That liberty and freedom, it's so precious. Go out and defend it. Freedom and liberty, defend it with every breath that you have. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for listening to American Potential. You may listen to more stories from Americans working every day to expand freedom and opportunity in their communities by visiting AmericanPotential.com.